It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. No more problems, no more argue, no more asking who really are you. I know the real you, you know we feel you, you know he is you, you know we with you. Straight from Beirut, Chicago, Beirut, you pray, we pray too, you pray, we pray too. Never too late for him, save you. This show, movie, cause no one could play you. Devil, lay down, devil, lay down, this, that, level, make devils pray now. Hold up, no peace. Hold up, police, don't call police Just stay focused, pray for new life Pray for new breath, hey Lord Make sure it's safe for who's left Know you can't find a place to rest Know the Lord, my bullet, who vest When we survive, know that we bless Save my people through the music Let it rock, let it rock, rock Let it rock, 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 Now, as far as gospel albums go, this has to be one of the top gospel hip-hop albums ever made. Like, literally ever made. As far as gospel, though, I don't know if this is a... Like, you know they have rules and regulation for how gospel albums are made? For the way Kanye's made this album... It's definitely a gospel album with the heavy emphasis on hip-hop structure, if that makes sense. Like, he's using a lot of church or he's using a lot of church choir vocal effects while also using some synthesizers, I think is what they call. Um, But anyways, you know, I mean, Kanye West has always dabbled in that gospel. Uh, gospel ideology with his music. I mean, he literally made Jesus walk. So it's just, this is not out of his realm. But at the same time, this reminds me so much of Blood on the Leaves when he dropped that track off of his album. It was just like, wow, like Blood on the Leaves, you could tell from your first listen, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this is something I haven't heard until I clicked on this track like this is something different amazing and definitely unique so for Kanye West to drop this new album Donda which of course was scheduled a bunch of times and people thought it was coming out like a month ago but to be fair a lot of artists do that I like to say a lot of time rappers are professional liars so the best thing to do when 
judging if they're lying or not is to base is to base it off the track record. Literally, album hasn't. I mean, literally, Kanye hasn't dropped the album on time in like years. So, when whenever I say like I knew it was gonna be delayed, like I actually knew it. Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't like I was guessing. The life of Pablo went through this. What other album went through this? Um, Yay went through this. The only things that was on time, technically, but not really, was the rollout when he had him, Pusha T, him, Kid Cudi, uh, who was the other, Amon Shumper's girlfriend and Kanye West. I forget who it is, because she's pretty famous, and I, I feel like calling her Amon Shumper's girlfriend is kind of disrespectful, but I forget, I forget her name. And, and Kanye and I think Designer tried to get in that little rollout, and they was like releasing week after week after week but it was still rushed and it was obviously rushed so Kanye is one of those that likes to tweak it literally to the last second like if, if I had to compare it it was like if compare it like in school terms if you was taking a test and you had 20 minutes to take a test and in the last minute you had like five questions less and you left and you're like rushing to finish it like that's how Kanye does his albums like you literally puts himself on a time limit limit when you really don't have to like i mean little kendrick just kendrick literally just went away for what half a decade and came back and was just like yeah i'm smoking on your top five like like literally artists just just do whatever they want so for him to put a time limit like literally just don't set a date and just make the music but obviously this works out for him as i believe he sold like 300k and or he's projected to do 300k first week which is amazing because he dropped on a sunday which he missed means meaning he missed out on two days of sales and so i believe he would have sold mid 300s to 400 like he would have sold like 350 or 400 drake on a bad day will sell 400 to 500 and that's like a no that's like a low day like that's like a terrible day for drake so I'm just comparing those because I know people are going to ask about the numbers and wonder and try to compare Donda to Certified Lover Boy. It's really not on the same level as far as sales. Quality wise, it's a whole different subject because Donda is like a gospel album. Certified Lover Boy literally can't. I'm going to actually, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that tape. Yeah. But let's just say his cover is pretty interesting. But let's get into Kanye West's cover. Hey, uh, the, the all black makes sense for me because I feel like you wear all now I feel like I mean I, usually people wear black at a funeral and the album's talking about his mom and I mean she's passed away so it's kind of like a funeral album it's like a, a album just to listen to him and be like I made this for my mom and it's all black because you know it's not a happy it, it's a it's not like a dark undertone but at the same time it's like I'm celebrating you but I understand like how I got to, how I have to make this appear, you know? So, I don't know if that makes sense for anybody. But, <laughs> anyways, uh, Kanye West has a lot of features on this album. This this album, this album is 27 tracks long. I would be interested to see how long Certified Lover Boy is because, I mean, obviously it's coming out this week. So, only reason I keep bringing them back up. Drake and Kanye at this point is like Nike and adidas i don't know if it if adidas i don't even know if that's a good i'll have to say nike uh i have to say drake and kanye are like playstation and xbox maybe i don't know i'm, I'm trying to think of a 
a closer comparison as far as brands. Spalding and Wilson, that's a good, that's a good. I don't know, that's that's all I, that's all the comparisons I have. Anyways, uh Kanye West 27 tracks. When you're Kanye West, you know they're gonna listen to every track. It's kinda like when Chris Brown, you know, does the things that he do and he comes out with an 80 track album and everybody's like, Oh, I just listened to it twice and it just came out like yesterday. So Chris Brown can do that. A lot of artists can do that because they know the the fans are just super dedicated to listening to their whatever they put out. So when they put out music, it's kind of like I'm gonna take my whole day and listen to this track by track by track until I finish the album. And when I finish the album, I'm gonna play the album again and I'm gonna go to my favorites. And then after that, I'm gonna put it on shuffle. And then like, like literally, that's how fans listen to the album like it's just crazy so only certain type of fans though for other artists like if Lil Pump came out it was like 27 track album dropping tomorrow everybody would be like just please keep that like don't do that to yourself so yeah so <laughs> it's very much a preference for for how big you are now this album has all type of features we're gonna get to it track by track so I'm not gonna go over it right now but as far as like some of the drama that happened around the album Chris Brown, who I just brought up a little bit ago, um, he, he he said Kanye is, I, I can't really quote him because it's kind of explicit, but um, basically he said he's, if I was to judge off his quote, he is upset at Kanye over something about him and Donda. And he didn't elaborate at all. So when you leave it open like that, it just, it, I'm not going to figure it out. I don't care that much. So I'm just going to say Chris Brown's mad at Kanye, Chris Brown's one of the, uh, I think Chris Brown's the greatest artist ever. So for him to be mad at Kanye, it just hurts my heart because Kanye is one of the greatest producers ever. So it's just like, what are y'all doing? Anyways, um, then you have the baby. The baby came out said, well, no, no, Kanye tweeted uh, tweeted out something saying that the baby's manager is not clearing the verse. Then it turns out. Oh, they said the baby's not clearing the verse. Then it turns out the baby's manager's not clearing the verse. Kanye talks to the baby. The baby told or uh, got it straightened up. But then it came out that really Kanye's label didn't want to put the baby on his album. And you you could probably know why. The baby's getting a lot of backlash for what he said about I forget what he exactly what he said. He said something crazy that they like try to cancel him like over and over and over. Like literally every festival after that just dropped him was like we do not respect and we do not um the the views of the baby and the way that he just said that we we just do not agree with that and 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 he will be left off and replaced with another artist thank you have a good day (laughs) so yeah the baby got canceled but anyways um (laughs) uh the the biggest thing with, with kanye and the baby is that the, the track ended up coming out anyway. But you notice there's a jail part two. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like jail could have been. I feel like jail and jail part two could have been could have easily been one track. But my theory is and I know this may be a little bit drama oriented, but at the same time, you got to start off with the drama because we're going to get into the music in a little bit. Megan Thee Stallion is under Rock Nation right now as far as management. Not as far as a label. Her label still the off-brand label. I, I forget what the name is, but they're still got it in a chokehold. Like, um, chokehold. I don't think. I 
don't think that's the greatest phrase of words or can I I don't think I would edit that out but like I, I, I just I, it's not like I mean it you know what I mean it's not like I actually think they're gonna put her in a chokehold anyways l let me get on with my point Megan Thee Stallion's under Rock Nation management she's with a label right now that's pretty terrible but also make capitalizing off of her fame and stardom so she's trying to get off of that I kind of going about it the, I wouldn't say the wrong way but it's just I mean when you try to reach certain heights you have to get with people like Rock Nation because I mean Cardi did the same thing she had a manager got to a certain level realized her manager couldn't get her higher than that so she went with another label which is Atlantic and, and Atlantic could definitely get you to the top as you see with Cardi B and Little Baby so but um what was I okay let me connect this for y'all because y'all probably lost right now my bad I forgot to I was wanting to connect it sooner Jay-Z is managing Megan Thee Stallion the baby brought Tory Lanez out for a um what was the thing called in Miami it was a I don't even know why I'm asking y'all. Like, y'all gonna respond in real time? Uh, it, it, it was in Miami. Was it Lollapalooza? Rolling Loud? I think it was Rolling Loud. He brought out Tory Lanez right after Megan Thee Stallion performed. I think that literally got Tory Lanez in trouble because it was like a restraining order. But I mean, Tory Lanez is a grown man. Obviously, he knew Megan Thee Stallion was gonna be there. Obviously, he wanted to show up and just cause controversy. And the baby allowed that to happen. So I don't really feel bad for the baby, the baby too much because he kind of pushes the envelope when it comes to cancel culture. But they ended up going at him for a whole nother reason, which was interesting to see. So, but yeah, I mean the baby, and plus, the, the, I feel like jail could have been one track, but of course Jay Z's managing Megan The Stallion, Megan The Stallion's beefing with Tory Lanez. The baby brought out Tory Lanez. The baby Megan Thee Stallion went back and forth about having that track with Tory Lanez out in the first place. And then Partisan, Megan Thee Stallion's boyfriend, went back and forth with the baby about addressing Megan Thee Stallion, told him stop addressing her over social media because just because like he obviously he was just tired of what he had to say about Megan. So the baby and Megan Thee Stallion has officially started their beef. And I believe it, it, I think it should, I don't think that beef would last. Like the way that they was coming up together, I think they will realize, or, or maybe they was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That, that's a, that's a tough situation. I just don't feel like that beef is necessary between them. But like I said, the baby does like to push the envelope and Megan Stallion is not afraid to speak her mind at all in the slightest <laughs> but a lot of people is hyping up this jail okay so this part of the quality music part a lot of people is hyping up this the baby jail part two verse but it's really not like people was like oh my gosh the baby's just on a whole different level and kanye really just pulled it out of him which i will say the best i've heard the baby as far as rapping is when he was rapping with Revenge of the Dreamers and he was under the sun under the sun with the baby J. Cole. I think it was like Loot and some other people. Is one of the best verses the baby has ever delivered vocally. This track, on the other hand, sounds like another the baby verse with a lot of forced 
lines a lot of forced lines like a lot of them didn't even fit for me like the the way he was phrasing them you could just kind of tell he was just wanting to get off like he wanted to get off an expletive and a U at the end and hopefully you can put that together and this verse wasn't really it didn't really add anything to the album I would say like it, it was very much a let me just get off how I'm mad at y'all for canceling or I'm mad at y'all for taking quote unquote or metaphorically food off my table by trying to cancel me and getting me removed for all these from all these events. So that's kind of how it went. And with Jay-Z being on jail one and this being jail part two, I think jail part two is, is very much a worse track than uh, jail part one but they're both they're, they're both great or jail part two is good jail is great well jail is not great what am i saying <laughs> jail is not great okay first of all i am a law-abiding citizen i'm not trying to go to jail anytime soon but the track jail by kanye west is a great track that's all i gotta say okay let's move on so the actual album um i just realized we're going on like an hour oh goodness anyways so the the actual album by kanye west jail uh, no the album the album is not called jail what am i doing i think i was trying to bring up something else oh yeah okay the kanye west live performance with kardashian so apparently he brought out kim at the at the last show and she was like in a wedding dress and they say like it just ended off a cliffhanger and apparently Kanye and Kim get along at this point and the things are amicable so Kanye and Kim are still going through with the divorce but it's more of like a I don't even know how to it's just that, that type of stuff is messy to me i don't even like describing that type of stuff like it like i don't even get a i don't even get a positive sensation from talking about divorce like it's just very much petty like just they're, they're gonna handle what they gotta handle but right now i guess they're cordial okay let's get into the actual music because i'm not one of those type of people that just like to get into people's love life i mean certain artists jokingly but for Kanye, it's like divorce is a real heavy topic. So I don't want to talk about that at all. Um, yeah, let's get into Donda, the actual quality of the of the album. So, of course, like I do with every album, but especially with Donda, we're going to give three snippets. And the funny thing with this is the first three snippets I'm going to play, well, no, the three snippets I'm going to play is in the first five tracks. So that should tell you about how Kanye West wanted to start off this album as he wasted no slots in the first five. I mean, literally, literally the first track is like a, I don't want to make that joke, but uh, let's just say it's like a camp type track trying to get people mesmerized and hypnotized to and it, to open their ears for this Donda experience so you're just saying it over and over and over so you're just like I have to hear this album and and yes Donda is, is such is such a great 
such a great name for an album. It's just, it's just crazy. Like the way it does it is like trying to mesmerize you and hypnotize you. So yeah, I thought that was a good start to the intro to the album. Track number two, Jail, which I just talked about with Jay-Z. Jay-Z's verse was very much above average. I would say one of the better verses of the year. Jay-Z's a great rapper, obviously. He's one of the best to ever rap. When I talk about Kendrick, I still feel like Jay-Z's the best rapper ever. But Kendrick Lamar is definitely a close. I think Kendrick Lamar is definitely a close second. I would have to go through my top five rappers of all time. Biggie and Tupac has kind of, as time went on, have have lowered on my list only because the great rappers have still been putting out great bars like Jay-Z, Kendrick. Who else? I don't, I don't know if I have anybody from the new age in the top five besides Kendrick. I mean, you have Drake, but he's had help writing so it's like i don't really know what he writes and what he doesn't obviously you know he writes because he wrote for kanye kanye even admitted that but at the same time i would probably put drake in my top five at this point i'm putting drake in my top five what drake's doing right now is literally unprecedented like the the path that he on that he's on is totally unique to him i remember like five years ago looking at him and Chris Brown and thinking Chris Brown's gonna be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I literally thought what Chris what, what Drake is today, I thought that would have been Chris Brown. BT one like 106 in Park, Chris Brown, and Chris Brown coming off the relation no, like not coming off, but during the relationship with Rihanna. I thought he was going to be the next Michael Jackson. Like, literally, that's the roof and ceiling I thought was going to be for Chris Brown. And why am I talking about Chris Brown? This is a Kanye album. Anyways, I don't know how we got off. I, was just, I think I was just talking about the grace because of Jay-Z. Anyways, obviously, it was an above average verse. Made me think of all type of great things I've witnessed in my life because of that verse. I don't know why. So, track number three, uh, God breathe featuring vori i don't know who vori is at all so but his vocals was definitely pleasant as the the way that he delivered his verse it added a unique addition to the track and so he wasn't like a burden he was more of like an addition to the track without vori i don't think you get the same god breathe type track and i think i thought this was an okay track i don't think this was a I thought he could have deal without this and put this like after the first five, but yeah. So I didn't really like God breathe. I thought God breathe was okay. So now, off the grid and Hurricane is the two snippets I'm gonna play. But Jail featuring Jay Z is the track that I wanted to play the first snippet for, and the reason that I wanted to play the first, the reason I I went I reviewed. God breathe before that because I'm gonna get into jail and then we're gonna get into track number four off the grid and and all and hurricane and all those I'm playing snip, snippets for and then we're gonna get into the rest of the album. So it's not that I think the rest of the album is just trash. It's just I, I feel like he really was top heavy with the best. He really knew what the best tracks were off of this album. So yeah, here's the snippet with Kanye and Jay Z. This is mainly Jay Z's verse with a little bit of Kanye. But this is Jail 
for from Kanye and Jay Z right now. Hola, Donda, I'm with your baby when I touch back road. Total stop all of that red cap, we going home. Not me with all of these sins, casting stones. This might be the return of the throne. Throne, over and Jesus, like Moses and Jesus. You are not in control of my thesis. You already know what I think by think pieces. For you actually already told you who you think he is. Don't try to jail my thoughts and think precincts. I can't be controlled with programming presets. Reset on my cell in my cell tonight. Don't have to see you to touch you. This is what Braille look like. It's on site. If they take me to jail, call my girl. Tell her send my mail. We know what hell look like. Still, it's a hell of a life. Yikes. Guess who's going to jail tonight? Guess who's going to jail tonight? Guess who's going to jail tonight? God gon' post my bells. Now, I know this is a gospel album, but at the same time, you got to be careful with that type of, of wording. I mean, literally, somebody could be playing this and be like, you know, God going to post my bail. I know I killed like three people and went to jail, but, you know, God going to post my bail because, you know, but, you know, it's, you know, people are crazy out here. You know, they use messages in all type of ways. So anyways, jail was an amazing track. It's no, it's no wonder why uh, Kanye put this at the beginning of this album because he knew this track is just something else. I mean, obviously when I saw it live, well not live, when I saw it on, on, when I saw the live performance, I thought it was amazing. Hearing it in audio format, I would say this album will play out better live than it does on or in audio, which. The way Kanye has done that is very much brilliant. Like he's literally showcasing music on a live stage. So when you hear it in audio format, you will picture when he first premiered it on the stage. And it's kind of like, I mean, for not everybody, not everybody who listened to this album would have seen the, the video, but at the same time, like it was still nice to see that he put that much thought and effort into it. Already went over God Breathe. I uh, thought the track was okay. Kind of a... It was, it was just an okay track. Track number four, Off The Grid. Now, Off The Grid, featuring Fabio Foreign and Playboy Cardi, is the most random collection of artists I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Kanye West, Fabio Foreign, and Playboy Cardi. Now, if that's not random, I don't know what is. I don't think I've ever heard of Fabio Foreign over a regular beat, and and, and it still is this is the case because he Kanye has implemented the drill beat, so Fabio will rap over it because Fabio, for some reason, only wants to rap over drill beats, which I think will li limit his ceiling. But at the same time, he's such a great rapper that it, it won't limit his ability to, to rap. Like, I think he's still a great rapper, but as far as his production-wise, like, it'd be okay to get away from UK drill beats from, from, from time to time and just rap over regular 808s. You know, it doesn't always have to be that drill-type 
format, but you know, to each his own. But Playboy Cardi, on the other hand, I mean, throughout the first 50 seconds of this whole track, I mean, he's just crying like a newborn baby. Like, I just don't understand. Like, he, like Kanye's trying to give this amazing verse or amazing start off to her. No, actually, it was the hook, I believe. He's giving this amazing hook. And Playboy Cardi's just, like, whining over the whole entire track. And then he comes on, and he just sounds amazing. I'm just like, like, only... Kanye could do like this is why Kanye's regarded as one of the best producers of all time. If he can take Playboy Cardi, who already has, in my opinion, great producers, which when I talked about Playboy Cardi's album, I did point out how the the beats were amazing, and it felt like it was carrying him at some points of the album. As far as this, Kanye West is producing this, of course. And Playboy Cardi, the way he came in, the way Kanye's hook led into Playboy Cardi's verse. It was very much gave me like chills. It was just like, is Playboy Cardi rapping and like sounding like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like he was, he was sounding different. Like I don't really know the best way to describe it. Like the way what Playboy Cardi and Kanye did, it, it was just like. they meshed in the way that i didn't think it would it would mesh like when you hear like with kanye and lil pump that sounded forced like i love it that i love it song i thought that was forced with kanye west and playboy cardi it sounded so genuine and, and well not the connection but like just the the forming of of of, of the hook and, and verse was just so seamless that it just seemed like they was been working together you know i don't know if that makes sense anyways that's the second snippet i have for off the grid and so that's what i'm gonna play i'm gonna play kanye's hook basically i'm gonna play the start of the track is it's kanye's hook going into playbook cardi's verse so here here is off the grid with kanye west and playbook cardi right now yeah funny because you know it's a gospel al- i'm gonna keep saying it it's this is a gospel album <laughs> like if, if you haven't like noticed like this is a gospel like he's literally editing people's verses to be clean 
Like this is a this is a I mean, it, that 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 doesn't make it a gospel album, but the production makes it a gospel album, but the extra length to go out and edit everybody's verse so that it's clean kind of like adds to that gospel-esque type album i will i'll be interested to see the gospel like requirements like what makes it uh uh efficient like a, a bona fide gospel album like i would love to like just read the rules like you have to have this many jesus references you have to have this many um Choir performance and I don't know I don't know how that works but anyways so yeah this is this is a, a great track off the grid and then Fabio comes in and literally gives like a 32 bar verse like literally gives a Nas bar count like uh, like like not as far as like rapping on the level of Nas I'm not saying that I'm talking about the the bar count for his verse you know how Nas will recognize he's on a good uh He's on a good track with like legendary artists and would just go insane, ballistic, like drop a 60 bar verse. I mean, he did that with Jay-Z on the DMX album. He would just go crazy, all type of double, triple entendres. Fabio didn't do that, <laughs> but he definitely kept me engaged throughout the whole 32 bar verse. And I was never like, okay, wrap it up. Like it was a great verse. Like the way he was going and very much was like, I was vibing throughout the whole track. I was just like, oh my, like this man is going. Like he's actually rapping. And not to say Fabio can't rap, but like he was rapping, rapping. Like that was that was probably one of his that was probably Fabio's longest guest first ever. I know that's like a weird step, a weird like stat, but like I think it's pretty important and interesting. So yeah, then we got into track number five, Hurricane. Now, Hurricane with Kanye West, Little Baby, and The Weeknd is the... I don't know if I'm ready to say it yet, but I feel like this track is the best track of 2021. Like, literally, when I first heard this track, it was like, nah, no, they didn't. Like, there was no way. Like, The Weeknd, like, Abel, and Kanye, and then you have the hottest rapper in the middle. Like, that just... Well... When I say hottest, I mean like numbers wise, like I don't have anything against people who find males attractive, but at the same time, I have to clarify what I'm saying so my statements aren't taken out of context. <laughs> so Baby is the hottest rapper as far as sales, numbers go, okay, that's what that means. But having him in the middle of this, like it's just, if, if there was like a, a, a lab and they was like, okay, how do we make the best you know those charts when they they put the dollar amounts and it was like okay you have to make a hit and they there was like five dollar tier all those three artists would be on the five dollar tier like this is a match made in heaven like literally i mean it's, it's, a, it's a gospel album so it's kind of funny huh? anyways and there's a whole lot of gospel references the weekend has a lot of jesus bars i mean of course it's funny <laughs> I just thought about it. It's just funny how Kanye has all these artists bringing out their best Jesus bars and, and God bars. Like it's just it's just very interesting. Like I don't know how many times I heard on this album, I'm in the God, image of God or God made me in His image or something like that. I, I heard that way too many times on this gospel album. Like if I was Kanye, I, I would have told the fourth, the fifteenth one who did it. I was like, okay, we I, everybody else is saying that same thing. I, I changed that up just a little bit, but. 
as far as hurricane this track is one of the best tracks i've ever heard like ever ever heard ever like literally hurricane is one of my favorite tracks of 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 ever <laughs> like i don't even know how to quantify it or just put it in a box and, and be like yeah this year like it's, it's one of my favorite tracks of of all time i mean i'm a huge weekend fan not as much of a huge weekend fan as i am a kanye or baby fan but i'm definitely a high i definitely have high praise for both artists as far as what they've built and I think Bigger Than Life put Lil Baby on a different level, which lets him go into different lanes. With Kanye West, I mean, he literally made Jesus Walks and all the Teddy Bear albums, <laughs> all the graduation and late registrations. And so for all these three artists to come together, and of course, you know, The Weeknd, I mean, do I even have to like, come on now, like, often, literally the greatest track of all time. Uh, so... Hurricane is just one of my favorite tracks of all time. So, definitely in my top 50. I do keep a list for those that's wondering. I keep I keep lists of music. Like, I'm not just talking. Like, I don't just say everything's my favorite. Like, I've, I've trashed a lot of music in 2021. This track makes up for all that. <laughs> this is, like, when you get to these type of tracks, it's like, this is why I listen to music. These type of tracks is why... I even love hip hop the way I do, and so now I'm gonna play the third and final snippet because you know only three, only play three snippets because you know I could, I try to be fair. Now when Drake's album comes out, I may have to be a, nah. I'm just joking. I, I still play three snippets, but you know it's, it's Drake. I gotta do something special. I'm, I'm about to figure that out. I'm, I'm gonna do something for that. But anyways, <laughs> um, here's the snippet up for Hurricane. And I believe this is Kanye's verse with a little bit of The Weeknd. I played this at the beginning of the episode, but it was The Weeknd's part. I didn't get into Baby's part just because, um, actually, I don't know. I haven't recorded it yet. I actually record the intro track after I make the pod. So if a little bit behind the scenes for those who wanted to know. So I don't know. I may include Baby's verse, but this is just solely Kanye with a little bit of weekend so here it is right now made hell dropped out of school but I'm the one that yell made the best tracks it still went off the rail had go down 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 this a new town 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 this a new 10 10 10 I'm going in 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 here I go on a new trip here I go I get too lit here I go I get too rich here I go with a new chick and I know what the truth is still playing out the two kids it's a lot to digest when your life always moving, architecture digest, but I need a home improvement, 60 million dollar home, never went home to it, genius gone clueless, it's a whole lot to risk, alcohol anonymous, who's the busiest loser, heated by the rumors, read into it too much, in for some true love, ask him what do you love, hard to find what the truth is, but the truth was that the truth suck, always in the do stuff, but this time it was too much, mm-mm, mm-mm, everybody's so judgmental, Everybody's so judgmental, everybody hurts, but I don't judge rentals, mm-mm, it was all so simple. I see you in 3D, the dawn is bright for me, no more dark for me, I know you're watching me. 80 degrees, burning up the leaves. 
literally one of the greatest tracks of all time like that's just that's just amazing that is what hip-hop and that that is what that is the embodiment of hip-hop with a little bit of gospel because it's kanye you know and then baby he gave a he gave a solid verse a lot of a lot of bars wasted like um his he was talking about his his car interior came with sheepskin i was like he probably could use that for another more impactful bar but you know it's whatever can't can't win them all <laughs> so i think the weekend probably no the weekend was the best part of this track he made the he made the track baby um gave a i saw the verse that kind of like led us into kanye's verse and kanye's was just so personal that it was just like he had the second best part so i think baby was just a great intermission between the weekend and kanye which may sound disrespectful but at the same time like sometimes you gotta play your role so the team eats you know what i mean so the the uh the hurricane track is just it's just amazing honestly it's just I'm, like if I keep talking about that track, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep going. Like I could find everything to talk about that track, and it was. I'm only on track number five, by the way. And, and this album like is super long, but that those were those were all, that was my final snippet for the album. So the rest of these should go pretty fast, but I still got some things to talk about. Yeah, Hurricane is just man. Kanye really. Kanye really shows you why he's regarded as a musical genius, and Hurricane is definitely one of those tracks where it's just like, I mean, how come nobody else has got The Weeknd and Baby together? Like, literally, that's, okay, let me just move on. You know, I'm going to keep talking about it. Track number six, Praise God, featuring Baby Keem and Travis Scott. I thought this track was solid. I really liked it. I thought it was a good track. Coming after Hurricane, of course, nothing can top that. Okay, I'm stop referencing hurricane now just joking but praise god is is a great track uh baby king went crazy i just want to say that baby king went crazy i'll be interested to see if baby king was already on this track before he put out family ties because he did have that do-rag activity track with travis scott so it would make sense for him to be on this track even without family ties but kanye probably saw that he was up and coming and he was kendrick artist and wanted to get kind of close to him because travis scott obviously already made a track with him so you already have that connection so praise god is definitely one of the better tracks off of this album probably top 10 i would say top five i mean it's so many tracks on here it's crazy i'm saying top five um yeah let's move on track number seven jonah featuring Jonah, I believe I said that right. Featuring Lil Dirk and Vori. I thought the, the the subject of the track was a little corny, but the execution wasn't. So for me personally, I felt like it was it was, the the topic was corny, but the execution of Jonah wasn't. I I, I I keep saying that, but hopefully that makes sense for people who listen to the track. And, and the only reason I say corny is because of the way they they try to flip it, like they like literally. Lil Durk's talking about killing, and the, the topic is Jonah. Like, I'm, come on, like, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I guess I just, I, I, I don't get it. Um, I thought that, so I, I thought that track was, I still thought that track was good. Like, none of the tracks aren't, well, actually, I don't know. I gotta see some of the other tracks, but none of the tracks on here I thought was bad. Track number eight, Okay, Okay, featuring Fabio Foreign, Lil Yachty, and Ruga. 
The best part of this was Fabio Foreign and Kanye West. Lil Yachty, I feel like I've outgrown his voice, as weird as that sounds. Literally, if anybody else was in the middle of that Oprah track with the baby and Drake, it would still be number one to this day. Like that was an amazing concept, an amazing track idea, amazing production, amazing placement of artists or features. And it was just Lil Yachty's voice that ruined it for me. I know it may be, it may that may sound, that may be the most biased take you ever get from me. That voice from Lil Yachty has played out, and I I I can't stand it anymore, honestly. So, but the track Okay Okay, which is why I think he put out Okay Okay Part Two, which is like at the end of the album, so we will get to that. But I wish Fabio Forum was put on that one because that one was much better than this one. I mean, even Kim K came out on her story, put out her top five tracks, and she put Okay Okay Part Two. Like nobody wants to listen to little. Let me just. I don't want to hate. I don't want to hate on Lil Yachty because as a person, I feel like he's just tremendous like the business moves he makes but as far as rapping like his voice is just so it's like annoying it's like i don't, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it track number nine i think it's like junior uh, i don't know uh, featuring playboy cardi i really like this track i think i like junior part two better let me look i have to go down because i forget there's like part two versions of these junior part two playboy cardi and ty dollar sign yeah i like that one better but Junior Part One is like still still a good track, of course. Track number ten, believe what I say. I thought that track was okay, nothing too crazy, but it was definitely a solid track. A lot of these are like okay. So when I say okay, okay for Kanye West, like for another artist, this would be a great out. This would be a great track off of the album. For Kanye West, I'm kind of comparing him to himself. For the whole album Donda, I think Donda is one of the best albums of the year. So with that being said, when I say something like solid, I'm comparing it to the other. Like I'm comparing these tracks to Hurricane. Literally, I said Hurricane is one of my favorite tracks of all time. So with like, cause I Hurricane came out like weeks ago. Like we've been the track was already leaked. This was just the official version of it, and of course he changed something. So that was it. But with Believe What I Say, I think it was a solid track off of this album. Any other album, it would be great. But compared to the tracks, compared to the peers on his own album, it's just a solid track. Nothing crazy. Track number 11, 24, featuring Sunday Service Choir. Another solid track. I really like the way he incorporates the Sunday Service Choir. Very much reminds you that this is a gospel album, not a hip-hop album gospel album which is why it's going to be a little different and people i think the people i've heard so people hit me saying that they didn't like the album i feel like the album really missed the mark as far as marketing to people who don't only listen to hip-hop like this is very much a i want to say like a experimentation but gospel and hip-hop is not one of my so gospel is not exclusive from hip-hop hip-hop's not exclusive from gospel they can both work together in a way that makes both genres shine kanye with donda i feel like has come the closest at perfecting that mashup because he definitely had albums in the past where he tried to make a gospel album people wasn't feeling it 
he came back, changed his ways, got into more of his hip hop roots. Now he then combined it both gospel music with hip hop. And it's just a very much a, a great, tremendous, al- like one of the best albums of the year. So yeah, track number 24 is definitely a solid addition. Track number 12, Remote Control, featuring Young Thug. Young Thug has a great verse off of here. I like the, like, Young, I know I talked about Kendrick in my latest segment, or if you're listening to the whole episode, then what we just talked about. Kendrick Lamar's vocal inflection is second to none. Literally, his vocal inflection is the reason he's has an argument for being the best rapper to ever do it. For my, for, Track number 12, Remote Control, Young Thug, is on that Mount Rushmore of effectiveness, vocal inflection. And he kind of shows you with Remote Control. And he gives his verse in a way that only Young Thug can. Like the, it was very much, it was very much talent throughout the whole Remote Control track. So I really like that track. And it's so funny that Soldier Boy came out and said he was left off this track, which after hearing Young Thug's verse, I would have left him off the track too. Like, he doesn't even belong on this track with Young Thug and Kanye West. Even if he was, like, hopefully he wasn't saying he should have been on here uh, instead of Young Thug. Because Young Thug low-key made the track for me. So, I don't know what, yeah. Soulja Boy, you know, he just, I think he just wanted to come out. Like, I think because Chris Brown came out first and said he was, not nah, he didn't say he was left off Donda, but he, he kind of said it. He kind of said that Kanye pulled something, like as far as like his his vocals or whatever. So with with Soulja Boy, it was like he couldn't can't come out and be like, "I'm the first artist to be left off Donda," because Chris Brown already said it. So I guess he just felt like coming out saying I was left off Donda, like that. He just wanted to say like, "Yeah, I was left off damn Donda," but obviously he wasn't the first because Chris Brown said it first. So, anyways. Um, what other track was I getting into? So you, then you have track number 13, Moon. So with Moon, Moon is very much a track that seems like another artist should have pulled this off, but couldn't because they're not Kanye West. Only reason I haven't brought up DJ Khaled as far as all these features is because Kanye is a producer. Just like DJ Khaled and other producers. Kanye West, on the other hand, is the best producer to ever do it. Only people on Kanye's level is the likes of Dr. Dre, and that should tell you something. Like Doctor if if I'm comparing Kanye West to Dr. Dre, and I believe Kanye West is a better producer than Dr. Dre. I believe Kanye West to us is what Dr. Dre was to them back in the day, just the way he had his hand in every influential moment in hip-hop. Don Tolliver and Kid Cudi coming together to make this track, Moon, called Moon. Because, you know, Man on the Moon is a huge thing with Kid Cudi. Don Tolliver, not so much. He's just more of like a artist from Travis Scott, but at the same time, like, it's it's... He's still making his own lane, which is why he's literally on the track with Kid Cudi and Kanye. At first, I thought Don Tolliver was like a ghostwriter for Travis Scott, but at this point, 
I just feel like he was just making everything for Travis Scott. Like, Don Tolliver is too good, and Travis Scott knows way too much of this man for, for me not to think that Don Tolliver didn't help Travis Scott's career Quentin Miller style. Because, like, I think, like, when Drake made If You're Reading This Is Too Late, Quentin Miller came out and said he wrote, like, four or five tracks and basically helped him out with all, like, basically helped him out in the creative process. For Don Tolliver, it feels like Don Tolliver helped out Travis Scott with so much that it was just, like, I don't know. That's how. That's what I feel like. I feel like Don, like Travis Scott, has to repay this man in like Kanye placements and features from like unlimited features from from Travis because Don Tolliver means that much to him. But anyways, we get into the track I played at the beginning of the segment, Heaven and Hell, track number fourteen. This track is very. This this track I think would be the best performing track for Kanye if if it wasn't on Donda. Like, this album is great, in my opinion. Like, it's amazing. Amazing gospel album. Track Heaven or Hell, though, is very much more gospel-centric, I feel like. And the message is amazing. The beat production is out of this world. One of the best beat drops I've heard in a long time. Heaven and Hell, the way he dropped the beat when he was talking about devil, lay down, devil, Stay down and and the the album like that beat drop was amazing. Like I just can only imagine in the arena him playing that and people just going crazy because at that point they know the words. So it's like Heaven and Hell is just a great performing track, like a a, a, a top tier performance track. One of the greatest beat drops I've heard in a while. Then you get into track number fifteen, Donda, which is of course. Named after his mother, Donda, and um, I thought this track was okay. I, no, not okay. And when I say that, I mean like the message. Like at first, I felt like the message was gonna get misconstrued, and like I thought he was gonna under deliver, but he actually fulfilled what I was wanting out of this track, and he he came through in a way that I didn't think it was like. Usually, when you name a a track after an album, it like down like it, it's it's so much hype that it, it can't live up to it but with Donda I feel like it did track number 16 keep my spirit alive alive featuring Conway the machine and West Side Gun I felt like this was more catering to the Griselda fans out there so I, I, I thought this track was okay nothing too crazy so track number 17 Jesus Lord featuring Jay Electronica I don't get the hype with Jay Electronica and Jay-Z so, but at the same time, Jay-Z and Jay Electronica is one of the best duos as far as like making music together. But Kanye and Jay, of course, is, is unmatched by anybody. But Jay Electronica and Kanye is, is surprisingly really, really good. Like Jay Electronica may have had a better verse on here than he did on his entire album with with jay-z so take of that what you will track number 18 new again featuring chris brown some for some reason kanye made chris brown mad i don't know what he did but chris brown is is terribly upset 
about something he won't specify so nobody knows exactly what he's talking about makes me feel like he's off of that you know what i mean yeah he's uh because you know chris brown definitely has a let me just okay let's get on to the next track no need to go into that track number 19 tell the vision featuring pop smoke is literally just pop smoke rapping what seems like through a phone and the beat production like it seemed like kanye just wanted the pop smoke uh, uh vocals and his label was like no take the beat with it and so it feels like kanye's doing his best just to listen or just to bring out pop smoke vocals because it, it's like it, i don't know it's weird it's like he the beat is playing behind but it's like he's like it's like he's trying to hide the beat and only wants to pop smoke vocals so i'm pretty sure he could have like took that out maybe if they didn't send him like the stems maybe if they send him like the complete track audio with the beat included so he had to go in himself and try to work some magic but i don't know it was just weird the way that was constructed but the beat for television was great and pop smoke message throughout it was of course great Track number 20, Lord I Need You, featuring Sunday Service Choir. I feel like Sunday Service Choir should get like a like they should get a medal for the way they've 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 performed with Kanye West. Like I, I'm not saying like a well, I guess a medal would be like a Grammy. This is a gospel album, so technically it could win best gospel album at the Grammys. I mean if you think about it. Kanye is pretty smart when he wants to be. So Lord, I need you. Featuring the Sunday Service Choir, it was, it, it was very much a great combination as both of these. I don't know. It's like it's not, it's not too. I can't think of a, a of a track where the Sunday Service Choir and Kanye didn't hit. Like like they every time they come together, it's just it's just a great track. Then you get into track number twenty one, Pure Souls, featuring Roddy Rich. Featuring Roddy Rich, so this track is is amazing. I really liked Roddy Rich's verse. I think it was very very much impactful. I think he had a much better verse to, than Baby on this album. I only compare those guys because those are like the top two guys right now. Roddy Rich is like the hey dot to like Little Baby's Lil Wayne. I don't know. It, it's like it's very much a competition between those two. So Pure Souls. I think Roddy Rich gave a great verse and i think i think the way that he came on it he knew that it was kanye and he definitely came with his best effort which with baby i felt like some bars was just like some bars from baby made me feel like he was just treating it as like a, just another track but i know he wasn't because he still had the, the god i'm in god's image you know he gave the god bars you know every artist on this album brought their best jesus christ and the holy spirit bars like i'm like it was it was uh I, actually, it was nice to see, honestly. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about that. Track number 22, Come to Life. That that was just okay. Like, it was a solid track. Nothing too crazy. Definitely wasn't a standout on this album. Track number 23, No Child Left Behind. Featuring Sunday Service Choir and Vori. Like, I keep saying, I don't know who Vori is, but whenever Sunday Service Choir and Kanye West gets together, man, that's just a... You know, it's not, you know they just can't miss track number 24 jail part two with the baby so this is a track that everybody hyped i think a little bit too much i don't think it was that all of a great verse i think it was a good verse i don't think it was like when i think of a great the baby verse i think of what he did on under the sun with jayco and i think that's literally his best verse ever jail part two 
I think it was just a regular the baby verse. Like I think the baby can rap, and and so when people be like, oh my gosh, like the baby's just really going crazy. Like no, he's using the same flow. He's just talking about something that's very much prevalent in his world today, and people are just taking that as like he's rapping different. But no, you're just listening different. <laughs> so yeah, um, jail part part. I don't even know what that was. Uh, jail part two is is uh, notch. It's like three or four. It's, it's a notable notch below Jail Part One. I mean, you have the Jay Z on there, so yeah. Then we get to track number twenty-five. Now, this is the part two where I feel like I just smoked the part one. Okay, okay, part two is, just, in my opinion, is way better than Okay, okay, part one. And okay, so I have a controversial take. You notice how Kim K put this track as her favorite at the end of her story. Saying that okay okay part two well she didn't say it but like like basically she put her favorite tracks from the album and ended with okay okay part two which okay okay part two is towards the end of donda so it makes sense but call me messy i don't know if um, i don't do the, the the drama stuff i know i said i didn't do the drama but i'm about to give a wild take yeah y'all got to forgive me does the okay okay chorus not sound like Drake wrote it? I'm sorry, I gotta say it. Like I was, I, I, like I've listened to the okay okay chorus and tell me that isn't Drake in the background saying like, no, say it like this, no, say it like that. Okay, sing it like, like come on now. We know Drake has written for Kanye. And the extent of that is un unknown. So he could have unreleased written tracks from Drake or reference tracks from Drake unreleased. And okay, okay, just so coincidentally sounds something that Drake would exactly perform, like exactly say. Like it, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, you know, Drake's Drake's that dude. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if there's some connection to what I just said. I'm going to leave it at that because I said I'm not messy. I'm just, you know, I'm just pointing something out. Letting y'all, you know, I'm just giving y'all something to... No, I can't. I don't think I can say that. Um, I'm just giving y'all something to digest, you know, so so y'all can... Y'all can do of that what you will. <laughs> but okay, okay, chorus definitely sounds like Drake. And Kim K said that was her favorite track. That's all I had to say. Um, track number 20. <laughs> uh, track number 26, Junior. Uh, I, I feel like I'm still pronouncing this wrong. Anyways, Junior Part 2. Yeah, I think this was better than Part 1. I mean, it's literally just addition of Ty Dolla Sign, which when Ty Dolla Sign's on the track, he's definitely adding to the overall quality of your track i mean did you hear that album with him and division oh my gosh talk about an album too actually let me just let me chill out um let me just say ty dollar sign is probably responsible for a lot of people being born in the next eight months let me just say that um track number 27 <laughs> jesus lord part two jay-z and jay electronica if, if they couldn't like make things like this then then which may be unfair it may be unfair because kanye is a producer jay-z's not he's more of a rapper kanye producing jay electronica is 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 a is a great you would think kanye and any great rapper would come up with a just a masterful masterpiece 
but after seeing what happened with Kanye and Nas, which it, that may have been like not enough care from Kanye in the first place, but it just made me feel like not everything that Kanye touches is going to turn into just complete gold, you know? Like sometimes it's gonna turn out a little mediocre. But with Jay Electronica, it's the total opposite. He brings something out of him that currently, for me, from my perspective, wasn't there in the first place. Which is why he's regarded as the greatest producer. Well, not the greatest, but one of the greatest producers of all time. But for me, dreams. For me, he uh, he's he's the greatest producer ever. So that's what Don solidified for me. That's the last track. Overall, I feel like Donda is one of the best gospel albums I've ever listened to. As far as gospel album rules and regulations go, I'll have to look that up in my on my own time. But I feel like he had enough references to like like I don't know how you quantify a bona fide gospel album. Like how does that even work? Like I don't understand like like why people call, people are calling this a hip hop album, but at the same time, it's just because it's hip hop elements. Kanye West is very much transitioned into gospel centric music, so why don't people recognize that and listen with those ears instead of trying to listen with club ears? Which, if you want to listen with club ears, then just listen to Certified Lover Boy when it comes out this week. And but Donda, on the other hand, is just like totally different. That makes sense. Like it's not. It's a gospel album with hip hop elements. I don't see how hard that I don't see how that's a hard concept for people. Like people listen to this wanting him to come out cussing every two say. Like people want rich when Trippy Red put out Rich MF, which people know what that means, but I'm not gonna um, I don't know the word for that, but I'm, I'm not gonna go into more detail. Um trip like people want that from Kanye West. Like like Kanye West is not gonna come out rapping saying he's a rich MF because he definitely could because he's definitely richer than everybody on this album I believe like maybe even some of them combined like he's literally a billionaire so it's kind of crazy uh so this this whole album I, I like like as you can tell I I enjoyed it it's literally one of my favorite albums of 2021 definitely gonna be on my top five list I already I already know that it's gonna be in my top three I would have to look at my list some of yeah albums are gonna have to move out the way because Donda is already top three for me Drake I, call me bias man's already has album of the year now I'm just <laughs> I know that's so biased I that's bad that's bad I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna listen to it I'm gonna give it way to my trip like I made there's a Labor Day too. Like I don't have anything to do for, for Monday. So I may just mess around and make a three hour podcast talking about Drake. But I don't know. I, it may it may not be that serious. I don't know. It may not be that serious. I may have to split it up. You know, cause for for me it's a it's a numbers thing. So you know. The numbers have been looking pretty good. I haven't been putting out longer podcasts, so people like the short content, so depends it depends i may have to do a mass effect go to try to mess with the algorithm see how that works 
but yeah so that's all i really have for the donda album um i think i've said everything i could say about each and every track about donda i've said everything i could say about kanye as an artist i said everything i could say about the potential of donda and the perception of donda and what the perception should be in my opinion so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what is your favorite track off of donda and where does this stack up or where does this rank amongst your favorite albums of 2021 now we're going to get into the latest news of saints row 